0: To the latest episode of Racing Only Better. This is your Aintree Day One preview. We're going to be doing shows for all three days of the Aintree Festival leading up to the Grand National on Saturday and the Thursday, which is what we're covering today, is an absolute belter of a card. Can't wait to get stuck into it. Quick check in with TC for Weather Watch first and foremost. TC, A, how are you? B, what's the weather doing at Aintree?
1: All good. Uh, More importantly, uh, angie had 11 mil on monday yeah it's tuesday isn't it yeah they had 11 mil on monday it's currently good to soft good in places uh on both courses but the national course is actually good to soft uh you've got more rain due throughout tuesday we're doing this on tuesday afternoon 10 mil due on wednesday minimal rain thursday 10 mil on friday so yeah, I think we're going to be looking comfortably at soft on Thursday and Friday. It could well be even deeper.
2: That's a very pessimistic weather report, TC. There's
0: There's the, ra- the, ra- the,
2: ra- the race, course, the race, course, are being a bit more optimistic. I, I'd love they're, they're, they're going, they're going five to ten on Wednesday, one to two on Thursday, and two to five on Friday, and one to two on Saturday. There, that's Thank Mills. So it's the wet, it's the weather Who knows? But yeah, it does but
1: seem to be a bit of you know. Race courses always err on the side of caution when it comes. I was to- on the on the sunny side of caution. They don't I, want it I like to like a list price race. goers normally normally the race courses report say actually the rate we got rain but it's due to stop just before the first. That's what. They <laughs> 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 um, happy happy coincidence.
3: <laughs>
0: Dan Barber, how are you ahead of the entry festival?
3: Yeah, quick feedback update. Somebody told us to quit with the introductions. No longer allowed. We must just plow straight on, Vanessa.
0: Oh, really? Really? Yeah. That's the feedback. Not allowed
3: to say hello. Oh the the person wanted us to say whether he'd done our bollocks that week and then get on with it.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. Well let's let's just crack straight on. We we take the feedback on board in that case. Uh one forty five. First race at an entry on the Thursday, not on ITV, but we're covering it anyway, because it is, of course, the manifesto novices chase. It's the Grade one. It's over the two miles, four furlongs. And here we have 13 to eight joint favourites up at the top of the market. Stage star, Cheltenham Festival winner, taking on Bambridge. Fresh missed his Cheltenham appointment because of the ground. They, in behind them in the betting, have St. warren in there at 3-1, to Strawfan Jack at 14s, and Visionarian at 25s. It's a small field, but it's about the top two in the market. And, Kev, it's only right that we come to you less rain the better, surely for Banbridge here.
2: Yeah, like, look, there is scope for things to change here. Um, he's been declared on ground that's good to soft, good in places. If that ground was to materially change, um, like, he, he could come out and run on Saturday in the two-miler. Okay. Um, that is that is a possibility that I just want to throw out there, um, because look, nice ground is important to him, um, and look, it's either it, it'll be the the rain. But I was going to say the rain seems to be front loaded towards the the first half of the week, but then you have the possibility of Friday as well. So look, the weather will dictate um, his participation, but look, wherever he runs, um, you'd like to think he has a good chance, a very good chance, I dare say. Um, like his form stacks up very well all season. Um, he like he did get quite badly outpaced in the Irish article prior to coming home well. So you think coming back to two and a half miles would suit him? Um, but it's one of, it's one of those two and a half miles on soft probably wouldn't suit as well as two miles on good, you know the sort of way. Um, yeah. so it, it's it's tricky to talk about him at the minute. But the, the, the I suppose the headline is he's coming here fresh. He did travel to Cheltenham, um, but he didn't run and. He's taken on if, if he runs in this race, he'll be taken on a few a couple that um that that had hard enough races at Cheltenham. Um Stage Star won the um Lord, what's he calling that the Turners. Um, yeah, they let him away a murder. I thought. Look, he said he still was good enough to go and win the race, but he got a very soft lead. The the, the best horses in the race were given um very inefficient rides in terms of positioning off that pace. And that definitely helped his task. But look, he was good and hardy, he was headed, he fought back, um, and went and won the race fair and square. But I don't know how high I want to hang my hat on that form, um, especially when he's he's probably going to be fav. So I'd be a little bit wary of that. And Saint um, the obvious thing is the trip, um, he has settled better in fairness to him since he's gone chasing, so he'll have fair prospects of getting it. Look, it's fascinating because that that ownership. Um, that owner, I should say, JP had John Bon and Sanwa in both the two and a half miler and the two miler, and this is the way they've chosen to play their hand. Um, so it's it's quite interesting. Um, and it's it's a race I'm struggling to have a big view on because look, a, a lot could change with the ground, so it's it's hard to be to be bullish. Look, if Banbridge ends up running, that means all involved are happy with the ground, and if they're happy with the ground, I think he'll hopefully go and win. Um, that that's my view. It is windy, but it's it's potentially rainy, so that's why I'm windy.
0: <laughs> okay, it's windy, and we've gone around the houses to get there. TC, do you have a stronger view in this race?
1: No. Well, the first thing to say is with that news with bambridge which isn't entirely surprising. The not only will there be a massive rule four, it will change the each way shape of the race from from three uh, two places to one. So, if you're going to play in the race, I would advise you to play win only uh i've already backed Visionarian at 25s Um, i don't think he's got that much to find uh well he hasn't got that much to find with sandra on their boxing day form obviously disappointed last time comes here a fresh horse i think the stable have had a couple of good winners recently trips no problem uh grounds no problem uh and i just think he's overpriced given that he hasn't got that much to find and and He's a possible potential pace angle in the race, um, uh, along with stage star as well. So, yeah, uh, even with the Rule 4, the 25s is what it's going to be around about 13, 14 to 1. Yeah, I'd be very happy with that. Visionary and win only.
0: Brilliant. Okay. what about you, Dan? You've you've had an excellent time, but with the tipping on Racing Only Better of late, continue that good role, please.
3: Yeah, I prefer the Big Field Handicaps. Um <laughs> they're just fiendishly difficult this because I think Kev's outlined it perfectly the fact that and TC with the notion like what happens to the race if Bambridge doesn't run but I wanted to be against Star because I thought it was borderline flattered at Cheltenham getting such an easy lead and then I'm thinking well maybe Sam Rao Ra will do them for toe in a tactical race but if the ground softens then it maybe hinders him and it might mean Band Bridge doesn't run in any case. And maybe stage star, therefore, just dominate. So no betting race, but it's a proper puzzle. This and one of those where you might not even have a have a real view until an hour or two before the first race.
0: Interesting indeed, all TBC when it comes to the manifesto. Let's move on, guys, to the next race. It's just grade ones galore on day one of Aintree 220, two miles, one furlong. It's your juvenile hurdle. It is a grade one. Zenta is your 13 to 8 favourite for Team Willie Mullins, obviously off the back of the Triumph Hurdle, third when we last saw him, her behind Lossy Mouth. Bo Zenith, next best for the Gary Moore team at 9-2. to two. Another horse that miss Cheltenham. Nuzret, another one, 9-2. Second favourite. Script writer in there, disappointed when we last saw him at 15-2. to two. He's on the retrieval mission. Dan, is this a race that you have a stronger view in than the first?
3: Again, I do think ground plays a part in this. For instance, I don't think Bo Zenith will be quick enough if, this, if the ground isn't testing, because That was fairly hard work, even landing the odds at Stratford. I warmed to Zenta the closer we got to the triumph, and I thought she confirmed herself a very useful and quick horse. But, I mean, it wasn't a really punishing triumph like the ones of old, but she's still been properly in the heat of a race, but she's still unexposed. I thought she showed a big engine as well to overcome the mistakes that she did and beat that McConnell horse who had good flat form in France. So she is the right favourite. I'm not absolutely screaming... To take her on by any means, if there was one, I was looking at, at a price. It's a horse that will be ridden with some patience, maybe, and to pick up the pieces. And it'd be Perseus Way, and he'll be what price was he v?
0: He is currently ten to one on the sportsbook.
3: Yeah, I thought it was eight or so tens. Is more than happy. I'd be more than happy with that. Yes, he was only mid div in the Fred Winter, but the gap isn't vast between the two divisions. I don't think the second in the Adonis. He could have won that had he jumped better and this is the first time Niall Houlihan's got on him and I think Niall's just so promising so that was my angle in.
0: Okay all right well that's also the bigger price then over to you Kev Blake obviously Nuzra the aforementioned Nuzra in here for the Joseph O'Brien team what news do we have on him?
2: Yeah he, he deliberately missed Cheltenham would have view to to come here or you know Fairy House or whatever and uh, wouldn't want loads of rain. That that would be a concern. Um, hope it doesn't arrive because I think he has a great chance. Um, look, the one thing that was kind of hammered home all season long is that uh, the British juveniles just aren't very good. Um, the Irish ones have, have been a level up. You know, I think, the, in fairness, the right was well on the wall before Cheltenham, but, you know, the Irish had the first 10 home in the triumph, um, <laughs> which was just kind of scary. Um, and I'm surprised with that in mind that the, t- the main two Irish ones here. Um aren't shorter, aren't taking up more of the market. Like you can with Zenta and Nuzrat, you know, if you if you can get best best prices on both, like you're, you're getting even money coupled. Um, and geez, I'd rather be a, I'd be much rather be a backer than a layer and even money there. My God. Um Zenta, I, I, I don't mind her, but I do worry about the level of that triumph. Uh, I think last year out was much the best. Um, plenty went wrong, and she still won well anyway. Um, Zenta isn't the finished finished article jumping wise. Um, but look in fairness to her, she ran, she ran a, a very good race. She's still still unexposed, could come forward, but Nuzret, uh, like I don't think we got to see the full extent uh, of how much better than Perseus way he was at, at Kempton because he's just that type. You need to deliver him very late. Um, he he will stop when he hits the front. And you know, he did things didn't go perfectly for him either. You know, he got hampered by a faller um, earlier in the race, et cetera. And look, if the ground's okay, you know, i.e. the word soft doesn't appear, you know, it's good to soft. Um, you know, I'd like to think he'd represent a, a, a very fair bet of five to one. But if you're a small bit of a windier type of character and that even money coupled for himself and Zenta um, would, would be one of the better even money shots you get uh, at this meeting, I dare say.
0: Okay, so it's still all about ground, 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 weather watch to the fore, TC over raining team.
3: in the northwest as we record.
0: Oh. Right,
3: good, good to know. Um, um
1: TC over the umbrellas out. Yeah, I, I backed a horse that may well not run, but obviously it's money back if, if he doesn't. Uh I back chaos control 25s each way. Um now it seems like um connections are adamant he wants decent ground. Um, but Both his sire and his dam won on heavy ground, and he didn't run badly on soft ground on his hurdling debut at Kempton, Um, and I was just very, very taken by his win last time at market Raising. It was a good time. The the 22 seconds come out and just got chin next time. The third went into that race having finished fourth to comfort zone in the grade two triumph hurdle trial, so I think it was a very good market racing uh, race, backed up by the clock. Now, obviously, the ground's the concern, but... um, no, I don't think he's a twenty-five to one shot at all. Mate. I really like Stuart Evans as a trainer. Well, I don't know him as a person, so I'll have to like him as a trainer only. Um, But yeah, I mean, he he landed a gambler at this meeting last year of hometown boy. He nearly did me a, ma- a massive favour. With a gentleman at arms was second in the oh, yeah. Sefton hurdle last year. Uh, he's had four winners this month, which is good going for a stable of that size. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it runs and they deem it suitable, and like I said, the breeding gives you every hope, and the Kempton run does that, that he can handle testing ground. Yeah, I think he could spring an upset here. Chaos control, twenty five to one each way with the sports book. He just, was
3: telling he was telling me Tony at Raising the other week because uh, he's got two pretty good juveniles, him and that bluegrass who was ex Kilmore. He was um, umminar whether to run them in the Ascot juvenile handicap, and he did with one of them, but
1: maybe it's significant to save this. Because
3: of the good to soft ground, so
1: yeah
0: interesting okay well yeah still 25s with the sports but before we go any further I should tell you about bet 10 get 10 uh the bet fair offer of have a 10 pound bet on racing multiples get a free 10 pound bet on racing multiples applies to all three days of the Entry festival so get stuck in if you want to multiple up some of these suggestions but obviously do gamble responsibly do it wisely and read the t's and c's which is in this show's description Let's roll on to a terrific race. The 2.55 at Aintree is the Aintree Bowl. Shishkin is your 5-2 to favourite, stepping up in trip after his Ryanair defeat at even money. Brave Man's game is running. is 11-4, next best in the market for Paul Nicholls, obviously, Harry Cobden, and off the back of the excellent second in the Gold Cup. Then you've got a Plutard on the retrieval mission, 7-2 for the Henry de Bromhead team. Then a Hoy Senor, 5-1 off the back of falling in the Gold cup, cup with Tony Calvin's favourite jockey now in the saddle, Brian Hughes. So, TC, let's yeah. start with you, seeing as I've name-dropped you there. Yeah. What on earth wins the Entry Bowl and how is this race going to pan out?
1: Talk to me. I have no idea what's going to win it. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if five of the six won it. And the only bet I've had on the race, I uh, bet the other horse which I don't pretty will win, but uh, Gala is 80s in the place. He's the sportsbook are ducking him at 40s. I mean, Garlow is just not an 80s to one chance. I mean, I mean, any of the other five could could win. Obviously, Shishkin sounds like they don't know what to expect. Uh, yeah. last time it totally took them by surprise. And they just said, what can happen here? Conflated, very, very, uh, pretty solid, but probably needs to step up. Brave man's game, again, uh, looks pretty solid, but we've all seen horses regress from Shelton to Raimtree. Uh, Aplutar, everyone's saying he, he was going well. I think the, the jury had to be still out on him there. I mean, it was a long way out, and I wasn't sold how much, uh, you know, Rachel had 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 in mm-hmm. the tank there. Uh, I, no, I was quite taken by Garlo's, you know, running on fifth in the Ryanair. Wasn't beating that far under 10 legs. I think mean, the step up in trip was suit. Obviously, they were touring with going for the Gold Cup with him. Yeah, I mean, he's eighties in the place, and no, I, I, I bet Garlow. But obviously, it's only forties in the sports book, so I can't go mad on it here. But yeah. uh, imagine you'll get uh, that kind of price on the exchange. So yeah, I've taken a wild swing at Garlow just because I couldn't really separate the five above him in the market.
0: All right, well, Kev, over to you then. Can you separate the five above them in the market, or are you with TC that you can kind of see any one of these winning this?
2: Yeah, pretty much. A uh, very tough race. Like, look, if you if you were making a book on the race, I'd be kind of happy to get a, a Plutard and um, Shishkin into my bag. Um, you know, I think they have the most questions to answer. You know, I thought a Hoi Senor was in a super rhythm um, before exiting um in the gold cup you know i think that's the way to ride him buck him out there and don't let him think about it just just be aggressive with him um like i still think that there's an even bigger effort in him when it goes right um but look if i had to pick one it's probably conflated um, i thought he ran a, a super race in the gold cup he got hampered he got you know he got pocketed there early in the straight um look ultimately he wasn't good enough and and was beaten 13 lengths or so but um, I'd say this test might suit him a bit better than, than the Gold Cup test. Um, ran a stormer in it last year, you know, second to the sobo, made him pull out all the stops, finished well clear the third. Um, and look, he hasn't been, he hasn't been, he hasn't had a tough season as such. You know, needed the run in his comeback. Um, went and won the Savills chase. You know, it was kept fresh for Cheltenham, has gone there. So um, as we get towards the end of the season, this is only his fourth run. Um, and ho- I'm hopeful that um, he will be capable of, you know, retaining his form, showing his best, because I think his best, you know, might be good enough here. man's um, game just has this worrying tendency to tail off a little bit at the end of his campaigns. Um, now, look, he, he has been looked after this year and there's been, you know, it's been nothing but good from him um, all season, but that just would be a little niggle. Um, Paul has been kind of giving him good gaps between his runs. He doesn't have the same sort of gap here, so um, that's the concern for him. Uh, I thought he ran a smasher at Cheltenham, but will he do it again? Is the is the question?
0: It absolutely is the question. Uh, for what it's worth, I'm with the voice in your here. I'm just hopeful he can put it all together again at Aintree in a big race. He's done it before here. Dan, are you with me or against me?
3: Uh, I'm again, I am in love with this race. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? I. I love the fact as well they've all run at Cheltenham. So doing a double header. Yeah. you've not got all this. I mean, an hour in. oh, well, he's fresh, so I'm just going to tip him because he missed it. It's like a, the cheats way out, isn't it? And I'm, I'm going to stick up two fingers to the doubters. Not necessarily you three, but I think Shishkin is actually a good price at five to two. Oh. That, <laughs> I, really, I, I really do, I think.
0: I wasn't expecting that.
3: For me, he had, well, comparing to a Plutado, who's a point bigger, Surely a Plutarch has more to prove. He's pulled up in a Betfair chase and then pulled up at Cheltenham. And when I I agree with you, I don't think he was going that well when he was badly hampered. Um, I mean, she I, I didn't know
1: how much he had left.
3: How much he had left? Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sold on how he was moving at the time. Anyway, um, Shishkin has not had a hard race. It was a complete disaster. The Ryanair. He was at close quarters throughout. He was going to his left. I know there's um downside with this. The floor is quite low. Shishkin could run a shocker. But I think the price of 5-2 to two for him to win this race is still too big and factors in, more than factors in, the potential downsides. He's surely going to be at least as good over three miles. He came home really strongly in the Ryanair, despite all the stuff that went wrong. I I genuinely think five to two is a good price. I mean, Braveman's game was legless at the end of that gold cup. He's the one coming from Cheltenham, along with Ahoy Señor, who had a nasty fall, who I'd be concerned about them backing up. And Braveman's game was a pretty bad at this rate in at this meeting last season, finishing last of four behind Ahoy Senor. So yeah, I'm firmly in the Nico camp. I was hoping TC might give me a bit more. I tell you what, I'm gonna to have to bring him back
1: because I I forgot to ask him about stepping up in trip. <laughs> oh.
3: He was about to say, yeah, he's the best staying chaser in training. No, they like, honestly what
1: the, the vibes were from him. Well, no, it's not vibes. He, he, you don't have to read between the lines. They don't know what to expect. Uh, expect they did and I think he did have a hard race uh, at Cheltenham because he was never travelling. That that when he hit that third last, it was a real shuddering one, wasn't it? It
2: looked a race ender. Well, it, 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 watching it live, I'm like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Can't possibly oh, It just,
1: just shows the guts of the horse. I mean, that was... If you're thinking about hard races at Cheltenham, I think he had a real tough one.
3: I think it also shows the ability of the horse that's still intact. Yeah. Whether he's still as good as he was, maybe not, but I don't think he's that far off to still he's finish a second in had,
1: air after that. You could have forgiven him for downing tools after that mistake, for sure, yeah. Yeah, well, I, listen, I'm, let's like, let's that, that's my main
2: concern let's with him. I, I just think it's his... Ability to show us his ability due to physical issues. Mm. Like, just because he's had a couple of blobs, you know, they clearly had them all ironed out. He looked better than ever at Ascot. He took a notable step in the wrong direction last time. Like, geez, I thought he was beat after two fences at Cheltenham. And again, it's to his credit and it speaks for his ability that he was able to finish second in a Ryanair despite looking like completely unhappy the whole way. But I just would be worried that his that the, the things that caused him to run like that might be um you know detrimentally impacted by that run and he'd be he'd be further away from what he was at Ascot mm, yeah. um on Thursday that that'd be my concern but you you know we're guessing we're shooting in the dark but yeah might save
3: the call. place like <laughs> um
0: I've got my school teacher ruler out here let's move on good team uh
1: good on shout, good. well we could do um we can do this this will be quick <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is going to be quick. What? 330, what? two miles, four furlongs. The entry hurdle, grade one. Constitution Hill is your one to seven favorite. Epiton, nine to one, is next best in the market. Xana here at 12. Shardra at 20s. I like to move it at 25s. So, Royale, at 50s, that is your field of six. Basically, let's keep this short and sweet. If Constitution just, Hill just wins it, unless you've got another way to play this race, this isn't the podcast for hyping up Constitution Hill. This is just the podcast for winners and for people to make a bit of cash. So, Kev, how are you playing it?
2: Yeah, I just get stuck in a 7-1 to R. Yeah, that'll get you <laughs> some
1: cash. <laughs> yeah, look Absolutely. One, t- go and go and watch, Don't watch the race. Go and sit under the stairs, and then when he wins, <laughs> you'll order the biggest Chinese <laughs> of your life for a while. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, but gamble responsibly no. uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's one five, of those he's <laughs> a victim of his own brilliance isn't he because he can render uh, a grade one like this you know completely to point of interest in many ways uh, but look stepping up two and a half miles hope he settles well bolts up it'll, uh, it'll inform their decision making with a view to next year perhaps next season perhaps so yeah wish him well hope he wins by 40 lengths
0: Great, okay, Dan, over to you. We're no, we're no concerns about
3: an extra few furlongs, are we? No, I'm actually thinking the, the longer the trip that Constitution Hill runs over, it merely gives you more time to pull further and further clear of the others. Um, but then I thought, well, let's have a look at length in your odds market, and 20 lengths or more is only 4 to 1. I thought <laughs> I that down. You're joking. And you're being asked Christ. to take 7 to 4, about 12 or more. 6 to 5, 10 might be where I'd. Put my flag in the ground, but yeah, they actually. If he wins by 20 lengths, he'll finally be the top rated hurdler in time form history. Uh,
1: it's there's this. If you're interested, there's 10 boost your odds, uh, boost your odds market on the lengths. There's fours on three lengths or more, all the way down to four, four to one, 20 lengths or more. That 20 lengths or more is a crap price,
3: isn't it? Do you fancy yeah. so raw to win by two lengths or more at 200s? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, run on the ground
1: will it first time
3: (laughs) but anyway yeah I mean like I said being
1: serious I couldn't I couldn't see a bet in the race I had a look at the the Betfair haven't got the without market up yet but having a look at other firms there's just nothing in it just watch it win God's sake.
0: Okay, just watch it win and sit back and enjoy it. What a day's racing this is. We've covered the grade ones now. we got to move on to a few of the other races after that. But I mean, it's just a belter of a day's racing. So many different puzzles to unpick. I cannot wait to be watching it live from Newcastle on the all-weather. <laughs> You're
3: actually on the Yay. track. On the all-weather yes, surface. Nice
0: sports <laughs> racing.
1: Big races don't come any bigger than the Aintree Grand National. A big field, big jumps and a big distance. And when you bet fair on the Grand National Festival, you get big rewards to celebrate the big occasion. Get a £10 free bet when you bet £10 worth of multiples available every day at Aintree. It's the biggest race of all with Betfair. Optim required. Free bet value for 48 hours and racing multiples only. Min combined odds 2.0. Max one per day. Exclusions and season seas apply. 18 plus be gamble
0: aware.org. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. Fox Hunter time. Dan Barby, you're the only one to come to in this, I think. And I don't even think you've got a view, really. Winged leader, three to one favourite. Been mopping up the old point to point over in Ireland. Famous Clermont, <laughs> nine to two. Light, late night pass in here at five to one for the LS team. Gina Andrews in the saddle. Um, I mean, does the boys have already flagged up that they don't have a view in this race I wouldn't know where to start Dan but the Fox Hunters over to you for it.
3: That was just my my angle in last year's winner because I think he's got a lot of ability and we've hardly seen him under rules and on only his handful starts handful isn't a word but I've invented it um, he wins the race last season beating 20 odd taking to the fences well he's been I mean he runs in big fields all the time and it just doesn't seem to bother him. He's had a couple of recent wins in points and evidently this will be his, his FA Cup final, his gold cup, his boat race all rolled into one. <laughs> his boat race.
1: Why are we calling it the Fox Hunters when Cheltenham banned it? Safe away to
0: Let's all get into politics. Late night pass. Last year's winner is currently five to one. We didn't even yeah. mention
1: John Dance, either. Come on, move on.
0: <laughs> we haven't. No. I wonder concerned. how
1: much he sold that horse for on Thursday morning.
0: Oh God! Oh. Um, save it, save it, TC. On we go to the 4:40 <laughs> two miles. This is the Red Rum handicap chase. We've got plenty in here. Fourteen runners. Third time lucky is your seven to two favourite for the Harry Skelton Dan Skelton team. Uh, Douglas Talking is in there for Lucinda Russell at five to one. Global Citizen, the old legend, at six to one. Pay the Piper for the Hamilton team, seven to one. Dancing on my own, Henry De Bromhead at eight. Uh, those are your top few in the market, Dan. You love a big field handicap. Take it. Away, please.
3: that was you at every wedding, isn't it? That last I- one.
0: Which one was it? Dancing on my own. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It actually is. Yeah, and so you've touched the sore spot. But Sorry.
3: Sorry. When, when, when we're both old and grey, maybe we'll decide.
0: It's, it's not my fault. I'm single. All right.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> um, <the> bastard, Dan. <laughs> No, I, if I could be single, I'd, I'd, I'd bite your hand off. Anyway, I've oh, <laughs> upset a few people when i comment say that. <laughs> huh? It's all right. My wife absolutely hates racing, so she won't be listening. Um, Fourteen go to post for the you red have two room. young stepkids ready <laughs> made, Vanessa. <laughs> uh, Fourteen go to post, which is one of the smaller fields I can recall for the red room. And even in years when they get eighteen or so. The pace seems to hold up really well. So every year, I think, right, loads of pace on. I'm going to back a holder pass so that will creep into it, and it's just a difficult task. So third time lucky, particularly with rain in the region, maybe is opposable even non-form. He's got a good chance. So I'm hoping that global cities, and this is my angle, and it'll just execute the tactics he tried when he finished a place ahead of third time lucky, trying to defend his crown in the Grand Annual. Don't see loads of horses to take him on. I think he can get away from Douglas. Talking, Douglas talking, get somewhere with Derek Fox. Derek isn't riding. That's another story this week, isn't it? As we just mentioned with the horse Senor. So, yeah, in a race with less pace than usual on a smaller field than usual, I think it could actually really be set well for a front runner, and that obvious front runner Global Citizen. Okay, TC, over to you. Do
0: you have a strong view on this? Another big price horse, given
1: the fact- yeah uh, two. Uh, I've if it's a big festival. Um, and it's a Dan Skelton. It's a horse that's tumbled down the handicap and has been given a huge chance. And that is Hatcher. um 150 is peak. Back to form after a wind up of a break last time at Ascot at the start of the month off 130. And those were that was a good race. The first two are well handicapped horses. Um, he's handicapped to win a massive race. I mean, I tipped him at the start of the season off 142. I actually thought. When he was when he was pulled up there, I thought he might be in a grand annual plot, but that didn't come to fruition. But the handicap was dropped in twelve pounds for three, his first three runs. Back to form there. The massive question mark. Uh, he's sixteen to one, which is a big price. It's a massive price. In fact, if it was good ground, but it isn't. He's an uncles. But yeah, I mean, if 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 they run him and they deem the ground's okay for him, um, and soft ground is a massive issue. Hatch is my number one. But if you're going to back him, back him win only. I suspect he might get pulled out on the day. But the other one I like is um, uh, Hazanki. Um, oh. No problem with, I was going to call him Ted the Ted the count Hazanki. You can nick that on racing TV for first. are
3: the devil me or the yeah, devil. devil. One, yeah. Call me the devil. Was it yeah. him? Something like that,
1: yeah. Uh no, Hazanki. Who's, who's in charge? Me oh, or the no, devil. I, I reckon God. I am.
3: He's a now, he? He's got back, he? he's doing porridge, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs>
0: this could not be any (laughs) more over my head even if we'll
1: we'll send we'll send the clip into the WhatsApp group you wouldn't want to be sharing a cell with him would you when you (laughs) hear can we just get back to
0: the race and he's got his (laughs)
1: caper bangs in um yeah um yeah uh, (laughs) Hazanke count Uh, Hazanke (laughs) Hazanke ground won't be a problem for that deeper the better dual heavy ground winner Uh, very solid good second to red rookie uh, Warwick last time off the same mark here, I think, with a 20-to-1 with the four places of the sportsbook. Hazanke each is my major bet in the race at the moment, but I bet Hatcher win only, and I'll wait until the day if I'm going to press up on Hatcher. you got a
3: mark of 180, Tony. 180!
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hazanke at 20s and Hatcher at 16s for TC. Now, Kev, it's over to you, but uh, if, you, if you don't tip up, top weight in a handicap here, third time lucky at the two favourite, then you're going against everything you bang on about.
2: No, Porsche. no, I'm going, I'm going with my other favourite angle, Vanessa. The English handicapper absolutely cripples ah. everyone. Oh, the Irish horses angle. <laughs> because there's just a, a wonderful piece of handicapping on show and we love a handicapping moan, Vanessa. If you go back to this very race last year, um, the last day, trained by Evan Williams, beats dancing on my own. Uh, by two and a half lengths with his ears pricked, he was receiving beats me, uh, beats me
0: at a wedding. That's what we need to that's the line there. Beats me at a wedding.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, baby. He, he was receiving eight pounds from him that day. Both these horses have a very similar profile since they both run poorly twice over fences but the last day gets dropped six pounds and dancing on my own uh, has to run off three pounds higher than we did last year. So despite uh, like, like this is in all seriousness, this is a shocking example of the problems you have because these horses um, are are now going to rematch with the two of them having had two very similar runs since. And the last day, despite beating your man by two and a half lengths with his ears pricked last year is now going to be one pound better off with him um, for, for this renewal, which like makes zero sense. And I'd love, I would love, and it won't happen, I would love to see someone from the British handicapping team stand up publicly and try and justify that because that makes zero sense. Um, and okay. Dancing on my own is is very well fancy for this race. He's the type that Dan talked about, the type that will get out there and flow and, um, and go from the front end. Traditionally, um, a type of horse that's difficult to peg back in this type of race, but there just is a few of them here. So I'm hoping that they'll um, engage and 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 put you know contribute to an overly strong pace. And the last day, who was ridden quietly last year, can can repeat the dose basically. And um, he's 11, but he's very lightly raced and. Evan Williams, in fairness to him, is a very good target trainer and he would have been training him for this race, surely. The handicapper has played his part by dropping him six pounds for two moderate runs. He's only two pounds higher than when, you know, winning it well last year. You know, I think he has a very good chance. Um, So the last day will do for me.
0: Okay, last there eleven to one. Then in the red row handicap over to the bumper, which we currently do not have betting for. So, am I right in saying we have nothing much to add? There are
1: some prices yep. knocking around. If uh, some of the lads want to want to say if they fancy anything, I'll I'll give them a I'll give them the best okay. price currently yeah. knocking
0: around. Does any? Anybody- I, I
1: don't I don't fancy
2: anything as such, but I will just give you a throwaway line in that. We did the, the 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 races entry preview last night and Jamie Codd was on with us and we, we asked him, you know, what are you riding this week? And he said, no, I'm not coming over. Um, Don't have any rides and I'm not going to go over for the sake of it, And um, which was kind of eyebrow raising. You know, you think the, the likes of Fox Hunters, et cetera, that he'd be in big demand. But um, then we see the declarations this morning and he's jacked up on the John Queeley train, of Aron in the bumper um, we,
0: currently around and about. yeah
2: this. which is interesting c- considering he was very much of the mind i'm not going to go over just for the sake of it um he must think that this horse has a bit of a chance and uh, she's a very big price so in the absence of any any stronger form-based opinion which uh, i very much fit into that category at the minute um golliver ron's <laughs> like you want to give a second look to
0: Okay, around, like I say, around about 14s with other firms. Uh, Betfair haven't got the prices through quite yet, so stand by for that. Does anyone else, Dan? Do you have anything else to add? I just
3: got. It's harder than the champion bumper in some ways because the two at the bottom, the two four-year-old fillies, have both been impressive in France on the face of it. Both starting out for Henry and Willie respectively, they just they just really complicate an already difficult puzzle and. Um, I mean, you've got to have treatment, haven't you, haven't you, if you want to back a British horse in some of these top-level bumpers when the Irish are so well-represented.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're five and six to one, uh, those two French recruits for Team Ireland. And See You In My Dreams is the current three-to-one favourite when you're on the sort of best odds market song, for Paul Nichols. Um TC, do you have anything to add before we do naps? Yeah. No. Okay, let's do naps. TC, we'll start with you. What is your nap on day one? Of the Grand National Festival,
1: I like all the four horses I put up here, uh, but
0: all oh, big prices. Yeah, You're a, a four
1: timer. Hazanke. <laughs> I'm going to, hopefully, uh, Stuart Edmonds to look at the breeding, look at the heavy ground form, look at the Kempton run, run Chaos Control, twenty five to one win and place. Chaos Control for me in the Grade One Juvenile Hurdle to stick it up to the Irish.
0: Okay, Chaos Control um kevin blake is raising an eyebrow we know what he thinks about our juveniles kev you can go next in the naps department what is your nap i don't have it in me to guess your naps today lads after last time (laughs) just not feeling it it.
2: yeah i'll I'll go with the last day and if he wins i will fly over to bha headquarters and run (laughs) around the room of bha handicappers and high five (laughs) them all and say thanks very much lads that'll do
1: (laughs) My, my next best is dan barber getting uh I won't say. I won't say, getting gilded, shall I say, if his wife listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dan,
0: Dan, what is, is your nap? Hey, that? I love
3: the fact that an Irish lad has tipped a horse called the Last Day. That's very fitting. Ah, uh, yeah, um, that's a, a favourite. <laughs> <laughs> back of the last. Um, I'm gonna go for Shishkin, five to oh. two. I like it a lot. All I right. like it a lot, okay. as uh as Lord <laughs> Christmas once said.
0: Right, Ooh. that rap guys let's not go down this route again i'll get lost and i don't like being lost um that wraps up the show everyone we'll be back with your entry day two preview we will be recording that tomorrow morning so that'll be with you well in advance ahead of friday but that was day one done and dusted don't forget bet 10 get 10 on racing multiples with betfair on the sports book but read the t's and c's in the show's description gamble responsibly but mainly enjoy the day on thursday it's going to be an absolute cracker join us again later in the week